USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Democrats are unhappy with the executive action President Trump took yesterday to deal with the economic fallout from the pandemic. Following days of negotiations between Democrats and administration officials that didn't show any progress, now several Republicans are also critical. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass calling the theory behind the orders unconstitutional. Around 250,000 people in Sturgis, South Dakota for the annual motorcycle rally there. Many say that it's a concern because it could spread the coronavirus. This man says... I'm glad. I, I think we need to see in America that, you know, that we're not to be fearful. NBC News reports Joe Biden is closing in on a decision for a running mate expected to make his choice as soon as the middle of next week. And this is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root for the MagaMall. TheMagaMall.com. The MagaMall is your one-stop online shopping mall for great MAGA and Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, face masks, coins, jewelry, and other products. They even have MAGA cowboy hats. They pride themselves in offering the largest selection of the finest quality MAGA caps on the market at the most competitive prices, and your satisfaction is guaranteed. The vast majority of the MAGA caps available on the market today are pure junk. The MAGA mall caps are made from premium cotton with the finest embroidery. Everything on their caps is embroidered, every star and every stripe, the presidential seal, even the president's signature. When you purchase a cap from the MAGA mall, you can rest assured you're buying the finest MAGA cap made. They have Rolls-Royce caps at Chevrolet prices. Get 10% off your order. Use promo code WAR10. That's WAR10 at checkout for the highest quality MAGA products. Go to themagamall.com. That's the, T-H-E, MAGA, M-A-G-A, mall, M-A-L-L.com. Themagamall.com. Rescue crews say they've recovered the bodies of seven Marines and the sailor who went missing on July 30th during a training mission off the coast of Southern California. The cousin of Corporal Cesar Villanueva says the family's trying to come to terms with the tragic news. It's more of a relief, and it's not like, you know, we're wondering where he's at. We know now, like, for sure we have answers, and obviously it's not the answer that we wanted, but, you know, it's just, it's, you know, in a way it's comforting to know that we have those answers. The Marines and Sailor had been training off the coast of San Clemente Island when the amphibious assault vehicle started flooding. There will be no college football this fall in the Mid-American Conference. It became the first Division I league to rule out sports to open the school year. The conference voting unanimously for the postponement of all fall sports. The first football subdivision conference to announce that it won't play the sport this year. And you're listening to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Most Americans surveyed believe houses of worship should follow the same coronavirus rules as everybody else. That's according to the new poll released by the Pew Research Center. The poll finds 79% surveyed believe churches, synagogues, and others should be required to follow the same rules about social distancing, large gatherings, and wearing masks. A number of coronavirus cases have been linked to places of worship since the pandemic began. 
and yet many states are not imposing any rules concerning those locations. From August 9, 1974, 46 years ago today, President Nixon left office, announcing that his resignation was effective the night before. In a White House farewell speech, he offered a rather revealing piece of advice. Always remember, others may hate you, but those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. And then you destroy yourself. And Krispy Kreme is showing appreciation to teachers with free coffee and donuts this upcoming week. With Educator Appreciation Week beginning on Monday, teachers can get one original donut and a regular-sized cup of drip coffee for free. They have to show their employee ID, though. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, talking golf. It's what we do every Sunday right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hi, everyone, and welcome in. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans talking golf today. Thanks for making what we do a part of your sports weekend. It's a big weekend in golf, PGA Championship weekend, the first golf major of the season, and the first golf major in over a year. It's been a good one so far. Great leaderboard. Dustin Johnson takes a one-shot lead into the final round today, but there are 10 players, including the two-time defending champion Brooks Kepka, within three shots of the lead. Down the stretch they come today, the final round uh, for the final round today. A good friend of ours and one of the best golf riders anywhere, Dave Shedlowski, will be here today to share his thoughts on the 102nd PGA Championship being played in San Francisco. Later in the hour, Colorado native and pro golfer Shane Birch will be here. He turned 50 back in March. And uh, he went from being a graybeard on the regular PGA Tour to being a rookie on the Champions Tour. In fact, he played last week the first event on the Champions Tour after they came back from the pandemic. Didn't play so well. He's in between tournaments. He's down in Lubbock, Texas. He's working with his coach and working on his game. And he'll be joining us today to talk a little bit about his career on the regular PGA Tour and his new career. On the Champions Tour, Shane Birch with us today on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, 
the sun is coming up I'm on the tee at seven I'm here to try my luck They say this game's a tough one But I'll give it my best shot Though the bunkers look like beaches And the greens like parking lots Oh Lord What am I gonna do Help me keep my head down It's America's longest-running network radio golf show, Tee to Green. Check out our website, teetogreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, Scott Cuddy, and Master Control. We're teeing it up with Dave Shedlowski next here on Tee to Green. For muscle pain, body aches to strains, Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast, and you won't stink. Its unique formula with emu oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Between jobs, retiring, or just need health or life insurance, please visit myhealth-quotes.com or call 833-687-5261. Before you try to get a quote online, call us. We will provide you with the information most sites will not. We teach you exactly what life or health insurance plan you qualify for, how to use your plan, and maximize your benefits. We provide you with the information to make a knowledge-based decision to ensure selecting the right plan. Myhealth-quotes.com to schedule an appointment. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. You found it. It's T.D. Green. It's the Golf Show. Back with you for another Sunday edition of Talking Golf. Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans. Great to have you on board. Thanks for listening, and great to see you, Jerry. Hope you had a good week. Oh, yeah. It was really nice. Uh, a lot of good weather in Colorado, and uh, um, overall, it was a pretty good week. Uh, just had to work way too much in my other job. <laughs> well, you know, you got to pay the bills. Yeah, you got to do that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Got a good show today. Later in the hour, Shane Birch is going to be here. Shane, he's a Colorado native. He was born in Denver. He's been on, on the PGA Tour, the regular tour, uh, for the last, oh gosh, uh, since, 19, uh, since the mid-1990s. But uh, back in March, he turned 50. And so like Phil Mickelson and Jim Furyk and some of the other the other guys who hit the big 5-0 over the past uh, 6 to 12 months, he's now eligible and playing on the Champions Tour, the Tour Champions. Well, of course, Phil Mickelson is going to be, I guess, mixing in uh, the regular tour and the Champions Tour as well. Same with Furyk. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, so... He did uh, quite well overall for the, the, the PGA Championship, ran into a couple of stumbling blocks. But all these young players, you know, uh, going up against uh, Phil and Tiger and all the other guys that are around that age, um, you know, these guys are really tough. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get some thoughts on Shane Birch. Uh, he'll be joining us a little bit later in the hour. Our first guest standing by, ready to go on the TD Green guest line. And speaking of the PGA Championship, which is going on, and Scott Cuddy, our producer, in his backyard out there at Harding Park in San Francisco. Uh, Dave Shedlowski back with us uh, to talk a little golf and a little PGA Championship golf. Morning, Shed. How you doing? Jay, I'm fine. Thanks very much. You know, I was checking, and I can't believe this, but it's been over a year since we had you on the show. seems like it was yeah, just what's a couple up with that? What are you yeah. doing? Well, we're doing great. It seems like it was just a couple of months ago when we were talking golf with you. Time flies. Time does fly. Yes, it does, sir. Of course, when you take three or four months out due to a global pandemic, I guess mm. that's what happens too. It tends yes. to tends to fly by a little quicker. So, are you? I can't argue are, with that. Yeah, are you in San Francisco, or are you like a lot of folks covering golf long distance these days? I am uh, doing the long distance thing this week. We only got one spot in the media center, and that had to go to our uh, our young Tiger Woods reporter who. Uh, who writes daily about Tiger, and uh, so uh, that's okay. I'm happy to be in Ohio where it's a little warmer, it's very sunny, and uh, and I still do uh, what I need to do with my work. So Yeah, so you, I know you've done work with Golf Digest and Golf World. Are you still doing a lot of freelancing, or have you, you hooked up a little more permanent with somebody right now? I've been with Golf Digest on a contract basis for a number of years, so I continue to do that because they can't figure out that uh, – um, you know, that I'm not really worth anything, but, uh, Hey, don't tell them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'll continue to write stuff that, uh, that people seem to like and, and, uh, yeah, and haven't really enjoyed that. I still do some USGA stuff and, uh, um, of course, uh, work for the Memorial tournament on their magazine. And so, yeah, I've got a few things, uh, always going on. That's good. You know, we had Ron Syrak on a couple of weeks ago. And he confessed to us, he said, I haven't uh, been home this much in like 30 years. Is that, is that sort of what you're uh, going through right true. now as well? Survey says true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got I covered 
actually the last PGA Tour event before the shutdown, the last full one, which was the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando. Uh, touchdown that Monday, you know, by Thursday, what, by Thursday night, the, the players had been canceled. And then, of course, we had that uh, that long layoff, what, nine, ten weeks or whatever before the tour came back. And I have been home since that uh, that week right after the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and I can't believe I'm probably going to be home the rest of the year, too. It just, it just doesn't seem like uh, the way the coverage situation is now in professional golf with limited seating, limited access, it almost doesn't make sense to go to a, a golf event because uh, you just can't really uh, get the kind of access that you'd like to have or that you're used to traditionally. And, uh, you know, so you stay home and go, wow, um, when's the last time I've been on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was kind of wondering, uh, with regard to the, the tournaments the way they are fashioned right now, uh, do you see that the fact that, that, that there aren't, there's not a crowd out there, that the players, is this affecting them, do you think, overall, or do you think they're just kind of starting to adapt to it and get used to the idea that there's not the roar of the crowd and all the applause? You know, I, I had just read something about sort of the, the – the two sides of the coin on this. And, and one is that they definitely miss the fans. Uh, you know, they, they're performers, they're entertainers, uh, you know, just have to be extremely good golfers, but, but professional golf is a sports entertainment type of business. And so you want to be entertaining people and reacting to the fans. And, uh, so they, they definitely miss that. The, the other side of the coin is they're getting a lot more time to do their practice and their work it's easier to move around a golf course when you're not, you know, walking through corridors of fans, and, you know, in specific areas. You know, they can go from point A to point B a lot faster. Oh, I could just walk straight to the next tee instead of walking around this way, out the back of this green and around this way. I, you know, so there's pluses and minuses for them. Uh, but at the end of the day, look, this is a business, and this business is not sustainable if you're not selling tickets. And it's certainly not going to help charities if you're not selling tickets and you're not having programs and things like that so yeah they missed a fan and yet there's some ease of uh uh how their week goes too uh it's a delicate kind of balancing act when uh you know what they're dealing with now and and the things that probably need to change eventually who knows when they're not going to change because they want them to right they're going to change because we figured out how to beat COVID. Yeah, we're with Dave Shedlowski. He's been covering uh, professional golf for a number of years for, among other, among other things, Golf Digest. And Shed, uh, the tour has been back now, and we've had golf for, for a little while, number of events. Yeah, 90 weeks this week. Is it that long, that many already? Wow. Yes. Yes. How, uh, has there been anything really that stood out to you or surprised you at this point? Um, I mean, if I took a look at individual players, I could say there's surprising things. Uh, uh, certainly, Rory McIlroy was owning golf for a while there uh, before the stoppage, and now he just seems like a different golfer. The fact that Tiger hasn't played very much, that really surprises me. And the fact that he'd struggled in the one event before this PGA, which was here in Columbus at the Memorial Tournament, where it was warm and sunny all week, and yet his back was acting up, and, and kind of like, ooh, that that wasn't a good sign um i can't say that i think the only other thing that surprised me is how good the golf has been and i think there was just this hunger among the players to get back out there overall and play and 
gosh, we have seen great golf. And, I mean, just great great competitions and low scores. And you kind of thought with everybody having that time off at a weird time, maybe they'd be rusty. Maybe there wouldn't be, you know, quite the – it just is, it's just been pretty good. It's been it's been great competition and uh, it really fine play. I guess two of the oh sorry go ahead, Jerry. No, I was just going to say uh, that you said that there are maybe a couple of surprises as far as the players were concerned. Uh, which players would you single out as being the biggest surprises? Well, other than Rory, I'd say somebody like a Daniel Berger who's been really good, and it's like when did he you know get to be back to normal? And it's just of course injury situation with him he got it fixed and it's like wow then you remember how good he was before he got hurt he's been a surprise uh um other players uh well i mean let, let's look at dechambeau <laughs> he's yeah. been a surprise because this has just been it's just been almost uh i mean he's like a comic book character in some ways uh, the way he's bulked up and, and the swing that he came back with after the layoff this this golf swing that is I mean, there's there's no style points in that thing. That is just simply, I am going to try to kill the ball. And wherever it goes, I don't really care because I'm going to try and hit it 400 yards every time. And it's just, it's amazing to watch, especially when he hits the number of fairways that he hits. Now, he hasn't done that quite this week. Uh, but to swing that hard and find as many fairways as he does, you just go, oh, my gosh, this is just, this is just kind of changing the paradigm of golf. And he's got he's got a kind of a weird putting style as well. And yesterday he made a bomb. He made about a hundred foot putt. And Jim Nance, I yeah, thought, had the best feet. line, the best line of the weekend. He said Bryson DeChambeau wins the long drive contest and the putting contest. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Hey, Shed, we got to take a break, but uh, can you stick around and do another segment with us? Absolutely. That would be great. We'll talk a little more specifically about the. Uh, the actual PGA Championship going on this week in San Francisco with our guest, Dave Shedlowski, who's with us today. It's Jay and Jerry. Roscoe, the rock star dog, is with us, being quiet, being a good boy. He has jumped on my lap a couple of times. Uh, well, he likes you. We'll take a break. Come right back after this on Tita Green. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-
And, you know, Dustin Johnson's got the lead, but you, you see names up there like Cameron Champ, Scott Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Daniel Berger, Bryson DeChambeau, Tommy Fleetwood, Xander Shoffley, Matt Wolf. Not exactly a bunch of household names, but a bunch of young, very good golfers. Are we kind of seeing maybe a little bit of a subtle changing of the guard in golf? I think it's not so subtle, but yes, I agree 100%. <laughs> These guys, they're like Kyle Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, uh, who won the U.S. Amateur at uh, Pebble Beach down the road from Harding Park a couple years ago. Um, man, they just came right out and won a tournament. Or in Morikawa's uh, case, he's already won two. Yeah, these guys, uh, you know, they don't seem to have much of a, a fear factor or apprehension about uh, being aggressive and playing, a, you know, a great game. And then, of course, I mean, guys like DeChambeau been around a little while longer, but still young. Um, and uh, Scotty Scheffler, yeah, uh, I like it a lot. And yet uh, you still see at the top, you know, 30-year-old Brooks Kepka, 35-year-old Dustin Johnson. It's always a good mix, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great mix. What about uh, Jordan Spieth? I mean, he was playing pretty True. decently, uh, you know, the first couple of rounds, and then yesterday he just, uh, everything went right out the window. Uh, uh, how do you explain yesterday's performance by Jordan Spieth? Uh, same way you can see what's happening with Ricky Fowler where he can't sustain, um, you know, four good rounds of golf, and that is trying to figure out, uh, you know, where he wants to be with his golf swing and stuck in the middle of a few, you know, different, I guess, cha- if, if they're not true changes, they're certainly adjustments. And you get on a golf course like Harding Park and, you know, you're kind of still thinking swing. And not, I mean, especially yesterday, Jordan was all about his golf swing. And so then you saw short game was just really bad too. It didn't bail him out. Putting didn't bail him out because he's so tied into that. And uh, and then your whole game suffers. So yeah, that's how you shoot seventy six when your good buddy Justin Thomas is what shooting sixty eight. And at one point he was even lower than that. He he could have shot sixty six, sixty five. So um, it's tough to watch, but it's a process. And when you get through the process and come out on the other side, you, you know Jordan will probably be fine, but not right now. Yeah, he's young enough. My picks coming in. I like Justin Thomas, especially as well as he played last mm. weekend. And also, I thought yes. Jason Day. Jason Day's been kind of flying under the radar, playing really well. They're in there. But speaking of flying under the radar, despite the fact that he'd won earlier not that long ago, I thought D- Dustin Johnson is really, really one one guy that was kind of overlooked. I'd agree with that. I didn't overlook him because I uh, had known that he was kind of dealing with a tweaked back that he actually suffered here at the Memorial Tournament at Muirfield Village. He got uh, he was practicing into the wind, a little bit of an upslope on what he said was the area he was practicing, and lo and behold, he shoots 80-80-78 in the three rounds. to 80-80 yeah. at the Memorial and then a 78 WD at the 3M. But he said he was feeling better uh, prior to the PGA Championship and said, no, I wasn't working on any swing changes or driver changes or anything like that. I just was a little bit uh, hurt. And you can understand how that would happen. So I figured he at least would probably play decently. And, um, of course, he has, but 
who could have seen how he's putting? And he's leading the field at, what, 4.93 strokes gained putting yesterday and overall. And, you know, that's a club that sometimes doesn't really work well for him. Brooks Kepka, what do you make of what's been going on with him? (laughs) Other than the fact that his hip is bothering him and his knee is still not right, even, what, a year and a half after he heard it in 2019, in March of 2019, this has been going on for. And yet, he, what, he almost won the U.S. Open for three in a row last year. He won another PGA. Tough, hey, he's a tough dude. And he's got, a, uh, I think, the strongest mental attitude in golf right now. He gets on hard courses. He loves it. And he knows how to grind. And here he is again, what, two out of the lead? And birdied two of his last three after three bogeys in a row late yesterday. And that's tough. That is tough to do. And he just has this way of, uh, I, I call him the guy with the linebacker body and the iron chin. I mean, he's just, he just sticks it out there and, and grinds it out. And he's got an attitude. You know, you see him make some of these comments he makes about guys and, you know, kind of these subtle, uh, um, I, I don't even, they're not insults or anything. It's just a little digs. And it's all part of uh, the same attitude of, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to I'm going to beat you with my mind as well as my game and he, it works it works in the, it works in the best events anyway the, the top events he's got four majors and three regulatory victories so go figure. Is there anybody else out there that you think uh, really has a chance at uh, uh, making or taking a stand and 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 becoming maybe one of the Player of the Year candidates? Oh. Um, I'd have to think about that because, I mean, if Rory got his game back together, before the before the stoppage, he had like six top fives in a row and a victory. He came back from the stoppage, and he did have a win. And then just sort of nothing after that. I think that Rory is still, other than Dustin Johnson being the most naturally gifted player in the game, I think Rory is the best player overall. And... Um, if he wins one more event this year, look, he could still win the, the career Grand Slam at the Masters in November, but that's part of another season. So, yeah, if I, I mean, Rory's the defending FedEx Cup champion. He's still sort of the guy I look to as, as really good. And then I think the other guy you look at is John Rahm, who was number one for a whole week before JT took it from him. Uh, loads of talent, hits it far, um, and, uh, and he's, I mean, he's got the complete game. You know, we talked a little bit about Tiger in our last segment. Your thoughts on, on mm. where where he is and what his where his game is right now? I think his game is fine. I just think he's rusty. I mean, you look at that golf swing, and it's still probably one of the best three or four out there. And uh, and he's done it on his own, which is, I think, maybe a lesson for when we were talking about Jordan Spieth. He needs to go play by himself for a little bit and practice on the range without Cameron McCormick around to, to help him and just figure it out. But you know, good on Tiger. I mean, he won the Masters last year and Zozo Championship with a swing that is truly his own. And I think I think his game is fine. I just think he his back is not good enough to to allow him to play a lot. And what we're seeing this week is simply a product of there's just not enough reps in competitive golf. So therefore, you know, he was. I mean, through the first three rounds, he was 0 for seven out of the sand on sand saves. He doesn't putt that well right now. It's all I think it's all just based on reps. Do you think that also attributes to the fact that he just can't seem to to sink that crucial putt? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, how many putts can you practice under pressure at home? I mean, it's, you know, you guys have been around enough to know that, that, you know, playing pressure golf and championship golf or even just playing with your friends or whatever, and it means something. I mean, if you haven't played and you got to make a, a five-footer, you know, for the $5 Nassau, it's harder. It's just harder. Yeah. All right. We've got about 30 seconds. Who's going to win this thing? Oh, I, I really think Dustin's going to do it. I think he's uh, he's putting so well, and you don't lose that over, you know, the, from one day to the next. All right. Dave Shedlowski joining us today to talk about the PGA Championship. Shed, thanks for doing this. Uh, you stay safe. Be well. And we'll talk again soon. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. All righty. PGA Championship final round today. TPC Harding Park in San Francisco. Dustin Johnson has a lead, one-shot lead going into it. Shane Birch, we'll talk to him next here on Tee to Green. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. It's the show by golfers, for golfers, tee to green, where we talk golf 52 weeks a year, and we are loving it. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, and thank you for listening today. Scott Cuddy is in master control. I was thinking how crazy this is. We talked to Dave Shedlowski about the PGA Championship. He's in Ohio. We're here in Colorado Springs. Scott is actually in San Francisco where they're playing the PGA Championship this year, our producer. Maybe we should have Scott do the show today. Well, yeah, maybe he could have just stopped on by and given us some uh, in-depth reporting. (laughs) Our next guest, I think, is is ready to go. Do we have Shane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got got Shane Birch standing by. Shane's a Colorado guy. He's played on the PGA Tour for a number of years since turning pro back in the mid-1990s. And had a big birthday not too long ago and is now eligible and playing on the PGA Tour champions. And after all these years, we finally, even though he's lived in our backyard for uh, for all these years, we finally have Shane Birch on Tee to Green with us today. Hi, Shane. How you doing? How are you guys doing? Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on. You're, uh, you're down in Lubbock? Is that where you're at right now? Lubbock, I Texas? am. I'm in, I'm in Lubbock, Texas, working, uh, working on my golf game. Trying to get ready for the next few events. We've got a couple events coming up. Uh, I won't get in next week to Firestone, but after that, I got a couple events in Branson. So, trying to get get the year started, even though we're almost seems like we're almost through the year, but we're really just getting started. Yeah, that's so true. Speaking of getting started, you came out of uh, you played at Texas Tech, and then you turned pro. What year did you turn professional? Well, I actually played at Texas A and M, is where I graduated from. But yeah, I, I that was at, my uh, bad. Texas yeah. A&M. You're an Aggie. Yeah, it's, it's confusing because I'm in Lubbock now. This is where Texas Tech is. But I, uh, my coach down here, Jesse Blackwelder, I met him back in 88. I played for him at New Mexico Junior College in Hobbs, New Mexico. And then uh, since then, he's moved here. And we've been together all along. But that, that's what brings me to Lubbock. But I actually went to A&M and graduated in 94. Uh, Did you know at that time that you were going to Turn pro, or is this, uh, or is that something that happened after you got out and were thinking about your future? No, that was always my, that was always my goal, believe it or not. Even even going into to junior college, but I, uh, you know, I had a lot of developing to do. But I always was going to turn pro and, and you know give it a shot. And I always had you know aspirations to get to the PGA Tour, but you you know you can't just automatically get there. But I, uh, you know, I always planned on turning pro even going through college it was it was always a goal and i was even uh starting to play some in some little mini tour events and stuff while i was finishing up college when my eligibility was over so i was gearing up and getting ready for the q schools and i was fortunate enough to get up to the you know then the nike tour now the corn Ferry tour i got my card there in 95 and then was able to move up to the pga tour in 96 and 7 and then i was pretty much like a yo-yo i bounced back and forth for the next 23 years but uh now i've got my opportunity on the champions tour so 
like a second well, career, a shot at a second career, basically. Shane, what were some of the highlights and maybe lowlights you could uh, pass along to us as far as uh, when you finally made it to the PGA Tour? Well, highlights was, you know, definitely being out there and playing against all the best players in the world. But as you know in golf, I mean, there's only one winner every week, and even the winner's sometimes not satisfied with how he played. So there's a lot of disappointments in golf, even though it's a – I would never do it. It's a great career, but, you know – the low lights are probably the travel after missing a cut or something and having to go to another strange city and be there extra days early because you missed a cut on the week before. You know, some of that stuff, it's it's taxing and it takes toll on you. But, uh, you know, the, the few good moments you have kind of erase all the bad moments real quick. And you're always knowing that it's right around the corner. And, I mean, sometimes you may not feel like you're ever going to get there, but, uh, you know, you just keep grinding away. Yeah, we're with Shane Birch, uh, who turned 50 this year and is now eligible and playing on the Champions Tour after a career on the PGA Tour. You came out at, at an interesting time, Shane, back in the <laughs> mid-'90s. Uh, some of the other guys in your age group that just hit 50 this year, we talked about them earlier in the show, Jim Furyk, Phil Mickelson mm-hmm. just hit the big 5-0. And it was a couple of years before the, the – uh, uh, before Tiger Woods hit, so that, uh, exactly. I imagine golf was a lot. Was it a lot different back then than it is now? Well, it was right in the middle of it. It was right the start of the change was when Tiger came out in '96, and that was actually my rookie year as well. It might have been '97 for him, my second year. But he, uh, you know, when he came out, that's when things started to change drastically as far as the, the amount of people that were coming out, the sponsors that were kicking in money, and the purses were going up and people were starting to, you know, it was just the start of the probably though. You didn't see it as much, but that's when people started working out more and things like that. Everyone was trying to, you know, match, or, you know, compete with Tiger because he was, you know, just far and ahead of everyone. But, uh, you know, and now you see that everybody's doing that now. I mean, you fast forward 25 years later and uh, the kids come out of college and they're already, they've already been doing the things that guys just started to do when they got to the PJ Tour, they've already been doing them for three or four years in college. So, you know, a lot of things have changed as far as that with, you know, and technology and things like that have make, made kids better, but, you know, better quicker, I would say, and just more prepared. But uh, it's changed, and, you know, that's where the start of the change was, was right when I was coming out there. I was fortunate enough to be out there for, you know, Tiger's whole career and, and see – you know, I played in numerous lots and lots of tournaments with him, and you know, even though I was trying to beat him, I was, you know, I was always interested in what he was doing, and you know, I'd go back and play my round, and go back and watch him on TV. You know, I mean, it's just uh, he, he was fun to watch. And uh, now you've got about ten guys that are, they're not, I don't, I'm not disrespecting anyone, but they're, they're maybe not going to have the record that he has, but you got ten guys that are, you know, can dominate a course like he did but he did it so often you know now one of those 10 guys is going to do it every week and that's basically how it is now yeah they're going to have to kind of uh, share all the the different championships uh when you were out there uh, did you get paired up a lot with uh, with tiger or uh was that just maybe a once in a while occurrence yeah uh just a once in a while occurrence i mean i played with mickelson and duvall and i've played with pretty much everybody but it, it wasn't uh you know, I wasn't in his group as far as I would never get paired 
on a Thursday or Friday with a tiger because we were in different categories. And then unless I shot 10 under the first two days, I didn't get paired with them again. So <laughs> <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a sponsor or financial backer when you came out? I really didn't. I was, I was fortunate enough to just be able to survive. I mean, my parents definitely helped me out at the start, uh, you know, getting, you know, things like, you know, travel and things to get going. But I was always fortunate enough to, to just make enough to keep going. And, uh, you know, I never had to go overseas and play in, you know, Asia or Australia or, you know, South Africa or something like that. I never, I always had status on one of the big tours, some sort of status. So I was, I was able to stay here and, and just barely stay afloat. I, I did get some sponsors one year in the middle of my career. And then, uh, that year ended up being a, a really good year for me. I won on the nationwide and I was able to pay everyone back and get back out and get, get back on the tour where, you know, you really, you can survive out there. I mean, you still need to play to really even make, make any money, but you can survive on sponsorships from companies and stuff on the tour. At least you can get through the year, you know? So that's basically how, how I've done it. But yeah, some of these kids come out now with, you know, big backing and, and, uh, you know, they can go out and travel the country and play, but I, uh, I was just able to do it on my own. What are you expecting as far as being out on the uh, Champions Tour? Well, I got my feet wet last week, and uh, I had a good first round, and we had some weather issues and stuff. But I, you know, I, I expect to play well. I'm just trying to put my game back together. I mean, seven months ago when I qualified for the Champions, I was really playing some good golf, and then through this COVID and everything, I ended up hurting my knee and had a had a knee scope and so it was something that I was hoping to recover from faster than I have and so I'm, I've created some bad habits and you know I'm kind of jumping around here but yeah long story short I felt like I could have played a lot better and I feel like I can definitely compete out there I just I finished pretty much in the middle of the pack last week and uh, you know so that's why I'm down here this week trying to it's the first time my body's felt just good enough to really put some good hard work in on my swing so We'll get it back, you know, back on track, and uh, I feel real, real good about the rest of the year. Denver, Colorado-based golfer Shane Birch is with the Shane. Being in, being here in Colorado, being in Denver, most golfers mm-hmm. are from Southern California, Arizona, Florida. Uh, is there has there been any advantages or disadvantages to you being here in Colorado? Oh uh, yeah, I, I could say some of the advantages are that I don't live in a an area where all the golfers live say phoenix or you know fort lauderdale you know west palm and those areas where you know there's so many good golfers that the the courses and stuff could really care less who you are and i've been fortunate enough to be really taken care of in the colorado areas so to speak as far as you know i'm a member at three clubs in the denver area that you know have just kind of let me come and play and I, i represent them and you know i can call up a course and and get out there quite easy and that's definitely an advantage of being a Colorado guy and not being in a golf mecca so to speak and Mm -hmm. I do a lot of my practice indoors I mean I do all of my practice my swing practice indoors so the weather doesn't kill me there but getting to play in the middle of the winter sometimes is is, you know nerve-wracking but mostly for the last 25 years you only have about a month off in the winter so you know, I can work on my swing in my garage and then, you know, start traveling again where you can get out in some better weather. But I, I, I just love Colorado. I mean, born and raised in Colorado, and I love all the, you know, the other things that 
has to offer. So I love to fish and ski yeah. and all the things that the mountains have to offer. So that's why I've never even thought about moving. Sounds good. Now, you when you turn 50, do you automatically go and get on the Champions Tour, or did you have to qualify, or how does that work? Yeah, uh, some guys that have had good careers, like you mentioned before, Furyk and Mickelson, they're, they're obviously automatically exempt. They can play in any Champions Tour event they want. I didn't acquire enough uh, accolades, so to speak, to, to just jump right out there. So, no, I had to go to the Q School last uh, fall or last spring, and I played in November. I played in a four-day four stage out in Prim, Nevada, and got through that, and then the finals was in uh, in Arizona at the Champions Course, TPC Champions, and first part of December, and only five guys get through that, and I, I ended up getting through that. I, had, I was actually medalist, so that got me exempt, and then the COVID hit and put everything to a halt, and so now we're just getting started again. Bunch of new rules, bunch of new, you know, everyone's had to adapt in golf just like they have in every business, so... yeah. We're just getting started again, and, and that's how I got out. No, but I wasn't. I, w- I didn't have an automatic free run. I, I qualified last uh, December. Uh, so you're off this week. What's next for you? Um, two two weeks from now, we play in Branson, Missouri. The Champions Tour has lost some events, you know, due to COVID, but they've also done a good job of trying to create new events, and that's what they've done in Branson starting uh, the week of the 16th there, 16th through the 18th or something. We got, we're going to play two tournaments in 10 days, actually. We're going to play, uh, we're going to play a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday tournament, and then we'll have two days, Saturday and Sunday, to, to do what we want, practice on the other course. You know, we'll have to go see the other course. They're about eight, nine miles apart. And then we're going to have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday tournament. So we're actually playing six competitive rounds in 10 days in Branson, so they were able to put two tournaments in, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, test that knee out pretty well, pretty well for you too. Hey, Shane, yeah. yeah, we're we're out of time, but this has been fun talking to you, and I've, I've, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to do this any sooner in your career. Yeah. But come back and see us again soon, since you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, anytime. I'm 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 around. You know, if I'm not out playing, I'm around. So I'd be more than happy to do anything you guys uh, have me on. I'll I'll come on again. All right, sounds good. And best of luck to you uh, in Branson in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks, guys. That's Shane Birch. He's down there in Lubbock, Texas, working with his coach, getting ready to go back out on the Tour Champions here in a couple of weeks. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap it up after this on Tee to Green. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000, Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. It's T.D. Green and another hour just flying by. It's amazing how quick they go. Uh, Our thanks to our guests. Uh, They did a great job. And uh, it's always a pleasure to get a chance to talk about golf, and especially with the PGA Championship going on. That was pretty exciting. And speaking of that, that's one of the two tournaments going on this weekend. The other is on the LPGA Tour, the Marathon Classic at Highland Meadows in Sylvania, Ohio. And Lydia Ko, she is back and uh, top of leaderboard. It's been a while for her. Uh, 16 under par, a four-shot lead over Danielle Kang, who won last week's event. And a couple of players, Jody Ewart, Shadow. And Minji Lee are at 10 under, 6 back, but Lydia Ko, pretty much hers to win. Yeah, doing outstanding. I had a great week last week and obviously right in the hunt this week. PGA Championship, Harding Park, San Francisco, Dustin Johnson, one-shot lead going into the last round today. He's 9 under par. Cameron Champ, Scotty Scheffler, a shot back at 8 under. Brooks Kepka trying to make it three in a row in this tournament. He's at seven under, three, uh, two shots back. He's tied with Colin Murakawa, Paul Casey, 
also at minus seven. And then a big group, Justin Rose, Jason Day, Daniel Berger, Tommy Fleetwood, and Bryson DeChambeau at six under par. Three back heading into the final round today. It's hard to determine who's going to make a charge if Dustin Johnson's going to hold on. I mean, this tournament is really up for grabs right now. Yeah, it should be a really good finish today. Great round, great leaderboard, and a whole bunch of players with a chance at winning if they go low. Well, you're right, and uh, it's been some outstanding competition. And don't don't think for a minute that Brooks Kepka isn't going to be there. Yeah, I agree. Shane Birch and Dave Shedlowski, our guests today. Thanks to those guys for joining us. Another good show. Thanks for listening. Everybody, be safe, stay safe, and hit them long. Hit them straight.